Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of uh, Rants and Thoughts with Jake. Um, joining me today is uh, guest uh, Bob, Mr. Baba Tunde, Farami Baba Tunde. How are you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm just just living. That's that's great. Okay, so um, today in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the World Cup, the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Uh, a couple transfer rumors that we've heard from our sources at uh, One Football, <laughs> and <laughs> I was choked on my juice. What the? No, you did not just do that. Was... <laughs> we we have some transfer rumors from our sources at One Football, and uh, maybe we'll get into some talk about the Bible. But uh, for right now, it sounds like um, today's episode is going to be completely soccer-related about players and games and teams. Um, what are your thoughts on the rumors about uh, Lionel Messi's transfers to the Premier League? Uh, he, I don't really see him going to any other team besides um, Man City, honestly. But I think what would be more entertaining than Messi going to the Prem is Neymar coming back to Barcelona, which is not really going to happen probably, but I still fantasize. I think the main reason that Neymar left was because he wanted – well, actually, it's it's not what I think. It's what we all know. It's that Neymar wanted all the fame for yeah, himself. Now, he, moved, he moved to PSG. And Mbappe is becoming the face of PF, PSG. It's not even. It's not even named. Well, and Cavani's gone, so it's just between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you think that that Neymar will go once he finally gets pissed off and realizes that you know the world doesn't all care about him? There's other players that the world cares about. Where do you think? Or what other team do you think he would try to go to? Um. Well. The thing is, if I were to compare Neymar to anyone else, he'd be kind of like a Kyrie Irving. Because, sorry to bring up basketball, but in the 2016 finals, I believe, or he left He left in 2017, I believe, if I'm correct. I'm correct. I don't know. Anyway, so, left because he wanted to get out of LeBron's shadow, you know? Neymar is basically doing the same thing. He took a step forward and um, basically left Barca, which hurt a lot of the fans. Like, you know. It did. It kind of killed their morale. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, goes PSG. He's doing – he did great, honestly. But I just want to say right now, the French League is kind of a laughing stock. It is. There's only one or two good – teams matter of fact there's only really one good team and that's PSG um and then I would have to say like the second best would be like Lyon or something yeah. like that yeah um so basically how do I put this uh okay so what I didn't really like about his move is that he went to the French league I mean yeah he's making his money he's scoring his goals but like Put any other player in there, there, and they'll do the exact same thing. But if you really think about it, does he really want to be there? What if? What if in? What, when did he leave? Like twenty fifteen? Yeah, something like that. Anywhere from twenty fourteen to twenty sixteen. 
what if he didn't really want to go to PSG, but that was his only option to become the star of the show? Well, yeah, because every every team has their star of the show. Because at the time, Barcelona had Messi. Real Madrid had Cristiano Ronaldo. If Neymar dared to go to Real Madrid, he'd be one of the most hated players to this day. Exactly. Now, speaking of transfers and moving around so much, what are your thoughts on Antoine Griezmann? On what? On, like, his playing style and how he is. Oh, I really enjoyed watching Griezmann in Madrid. I mean, yeah, I like to go Madrid. Um, when he moved to Barca, it was just really a big what-the-fuck moment for me. You know? Because I was just like, Griezmann, Atletico is where you're supposed to be. And I don't know, maybe he just wanted to win games. He moved to Barcelona, and I wouldn't – I feel like he slightly declined. Still a great player, but I feel like he slightly declined. His potential was up there. Like he, he could have been, if he could, if he stayed in Atlético, I think he would have been like top three striker in the world. For me, it seems like it's going to be something like a Felipe Coutinho kind of moment where he was doing amazing at Liverpool, and then he went to Barca. Well, he got traded, and it was just a flop. Yeah, and then he like Antoine Griezmann was doing so good at Atlético Madrid, and then he just went to Barca. And if you really look at him now. He's kind of pointless there. He's mm-hmm. not really relevant. Mm-hmm. What are um, there? There are many uh, rumors about Cristiano Ronaldo going back to Manchester United. How do you feel about that? It better happen, honestly. Like as I said before, Cristiano Ronaldo growing up is the reason I'm a Man United fan. Like growing up, obviously, I didn't watch soccer too much, but. When I watched soccer, I wanted to watch Ronaldo, and I fell in love with Manchester United. And uh, if he comes back, that would literally be a dream come true for not just me, but most not not even just most Manchester United fans, like CR seven fans in general. Mm-mm. The entire soccer world would just be on fire because that's where Cristiano Ronaldo really got started in the in the big leagues where he got uh, started in. And uh, stuff like that. Um, let's see. Other transfer rumors. Um, how do you feel about uh, Meza Ozil possibly going to uh, D.C. United in the MLS? Honestly, it's good for him. He's out of his prime. Exactly. Just like many players like uh, David Beckham and Thierry Henry, they mm-hmm. all went to the, the uh, MLS when they were out of their prime and kind of slowly falling down. Think of it like a um, – like a rec soccer league. <laughs> it's, that's basically what it is. You know, like at our level, playing travel and then getting tired of travel. So we drop down one for kind of like a leisure, kind of like a break. So we play rec soccer. It's exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Just moving to a minor professional league. Mm-hmm. I will definitely start off by saying that the MLS is kind of a joke. Yeah, I agree. It's not really good. And I think the problem is it's, it's 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 really because the MLS has their youth programs. Like, see, the what 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 England does right is to play at the higher level. It's free. It's free. But the lower level, you pay. America is a complete opposite way. You pay to play at all levels. 
except professional or semi-pro. Even then, to pay like on obvious, like obviously, what Rush is doing, like their prices compared to a lot of other clubs, is very, very surprising because. I know some clubs they'll they'll make you pay like three four k for one season. That's like eight or nine games. That's absurd to think about. Four three to four thousand dollars for a single season, and then they're complaining why they're not seeing talent because your talent sometimes doesn't occur in rich families. Like look at most soccer players are success stories. They come from. The rags, rags to riches. Yeah, it's rags exact, to riches. Exactly what it is. Cristiano Ronaldo grew up in a dump mm-hmm. in Portugal, living in a house with ten people that was the size of your kitchen, mm-hmm. and there's there's talk about how he's so grateful, which is what makes him at least one of my personal personally um, one of my favorite soccer players of all time is. He's so grateful. He was, uh, a few years ago, he was dating a Russian supermodel. And he kind of just dumped her because she didn't like his mom. Mm -hmm. And he was like, my mom gave me everything. She gave him the opportunity. She saved up what she had, what little she had, so he could go play for one of the best teams in Portugal. Mm -hmm. And that's that, I think, is where he really started to get his fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If um, America can, like, really fix the system that they have, because obviously not everyone's going to pay three or $4,000. Some people can't even do that. Most people aren't even willing to do that, even if they have the money. So it's kind of a waste. I, I genuinely feel that they should start implementing that talent kind of thing early on. Like mm-hmm. for a travel, like a professional club, talent, whatever, like Rush. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have to pay 900 to to $1,000 to go play for this team. They should acknowledge, I, I would say maybe even drop it to 100 to $200. Mm-hmm. I understand that's how they make their money, but they're going to make way more money if they stop charging. And they get and they spend that kind of money on coaches. Well, another thing is in England, the the main youth teams are usually under Premier League or like EFL one teams. You know, they're under, so they they're always getting sponsored. Exactly. With America, they we obviously have our our um, MLS teams. They have their own youth teams, but most of the academy teams in like in general, are not under a big organization. And that, make, that makes it tough because they have to make their money, you know? All right, and uh, to wrap it all up, kind of the joke of the day, that the United States women's national team who won the recent 2019 Women's World Cup losing 14-0 to or something with, with in regards to those numbers, to the FC Dallas under 14 squad. It was under 14 or under 16? Anywhere, I don't – they were under the age of 16, but I, I do know that there were some 14-year-olds on that team. 
How do you feel about the world, the, the soccer champions of the women's soccer champions of the world losing to children? These women are are 30 to 35 years old. They just won a World Cup. What are your thoughts on that? Um, honestly, not really that surprised because we know that men are naturally physically capable than women naturally nobody's going to really argue that so it's natural that a 14 or 15 year old is outrunning them or getting the ball first or you know i i would definitely say that the united states women's team was the best of the worst because if you really think about it the rest of the women's national teams of the world aren't really that good aside from maybe the Netherlands or England. Mm-hmm. The women's national team for the United States beat Philippines 14 to 0. Those are football numbers. Those are not soccer numbers. Soccer numbers are like 1 0, 2 0, 2 to 1, 3 to 2, something like that. Not 14 to 0. That's a that's a that's an elementary school recreational game outside mm-hmm. of recess. Correct. All right, that looks like it's going to um, be it for uh, this episode. Um, thank you, Farami, for uh, joining me on this episode. Of course. Um, uh, anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs> everybody have a, uh, have a great day or night. Uh, God bless and Merry Christmas.